The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Do I feel good today? What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Early Edge, your sports betting brand of record. We are powered, as always, by the Almighty Sports Line, the best, oh, the best value in all sports betting, and it's not even close. All the odds right here on the Early Edge, provided by our incredible partners, the King of All Sports Books, BetMGM. Now, last night was a lesson, couple lessons actually. We have a really good crew that absolutely killed it. And this is how close props can become. Everybody, oh, this didn't hit, that didn't. This is the prop world. Look at mine. Dalton Kincaid. What did I tell you? 10 yards a catch, he'd have seven catches. He had five for 51. I was spot on, except Josh Allen decided to throw all these interceptions and take away three or four drives that probably would have cashed. But that's how close this market is. Got to be very, very careful. But guess what we don't do? We don't go and run and hide. Not on a profitable day. Not on a great day. So for those of you who are brand new to this show, we start our weeks on Tuesday. And later today, two of the absolute very best. The stoic one, RJ White. The maestro, Larry Hartstein. And myself, 4 p.m. Eastern time. The week 11 early edge NFL mega preview. Now with all that being said, you come here for this show at this time, and we appreciate it. Hit that like button and welcome in the stars of the show. You know them, you love them, and here on a November Tuesday, it's an embarrassment of riches. Zach Attack, live from Las Vegas. My man, Mikey B, playing a little injured today. I respect it. The counselor is here. And, of course, with that big old fat, cheesy smile for no reason, our man Buckets is here. Gentlemen, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. A lot to get to. Now, see it real quick, because you were here last night, and I'm looking at uh, how things went. I would love, I would love, because you had a sweat-free 23-point first half. You get our 15 seconds this morning. Yeah, I don't know about sweat-free. I felt the sarcasm in your voice. It certainly started off sweat-free. I mean, it's interesting how things go in the NFL. It's three points in the first quarter, and then all of a sudden in the second quarter, because of turnovers, things kind of turn around. But, yeah, it was nice to get that win. I had a good NFL week. That's back-to-back really good NFL weeks. And, listen, the NFL – it's really hard to beat, especially when it comes to the sides and the totals, which is why, Coach, you host a prop show that I used to be a part of uh, on Fridays. And frankly, I- I've been putting more and more props. If you see if you see it on Sportsline, I've got a couple sides that I like every week, but 
there's usually more props these days for me. And that's really the market to beat. So always sort of keep that in mind. You always have to think of, hey, where's the edge? Where's the softest market versus where's the most efficient market? Typically, the most efficient market is on the sides, unless you're taking the Niners minus three against the fraudulent Jaguars, which was my favorite play of the week. But long story short, always sort of try, try to diversify your portfolio. And you can do that in the prop market. He had to take a shot, didn't he? He had fraudulent. to take a shot. So fraudulent. You had to take that shot. It's okay. It's okay. I'll put that one in my back pocket. Now, to see his point, to see his point, what I'm talking about is I, I played him in a teaser, and he said, and I quote, this has blowout potential, so I do not like said play. And he was spot on, 34-3. to three. Now, <clears throat> with that being said, the reason we're playing more props is last week an NFL record five, five games, that ended on a last-second field goal. It's banana land right now. It's very, very difficult. The prop market we're leaning into, just like the counselor said. Now, Zach Attack and Mikey B, they've been sitting there very, very politely. But today's a big day, gentlemen. We got to get up and ready. Bucket, you're going to sit there a little bit longer. Because we're past the midway point of the season. And we've got some different names creeping to the top of different markets. So we thought it'd be nice. Snake, great producing to kind of revisit and see where we would put our money now or monies, depending on how you want to bet. So, Zach Attack, I'm going to start with you, big boy. So we're going to go offensive player of the year. Here's what the odds look like. Christian McCaffrey currently is your betting favorite tied with Tyreek Hill of the Dolphins. Where are you leaning in this category, sir? I'm actually leaning for more of a long shot here with Jamar Chase. I think you look at uh, how the Cincinnati Bengals are playing now. They're airing the football out much more. And that didn't happen the first month of the season. Joe Burrow clearly was not healthy. It took till that game, I think it was week five against the Arizona Cardinals, for Chase and Burrow to get going. And right now, you look at the receiving yards, he has 800 and some odd yards. I know Tyreek Hill, A.J. Brown will have over 1,000, but that is really not that much for a player of Jamar Chase's capabilities. We saw uh, a couple years ago he had two huge 200-plus yard games. Even last year he finished the season strong. So I look at Jamar Chase and the way that Bengals offense is finally looking, he can close that gap and uh, dwindled his odds. I wouldn't be surprised if he's 7-1, 8-1 in the whole two to three weeks. All right, so we got one for Jamar Chase. Mikey B, where are you headed? Yeah, I'm going to go with Christian McCaffrey. I think it comes down to him or Tyreek Hill, but Hill doesn't exactly have the greatest of matchups. He's got two more games against the Jets, who have a great defense. He's got one against the Ravens. McCaffrey's just a touchdown machine. He's got 39 rushing attempts inside the red zone. It's just crazy. He's already over 1,000 combined yards. So I'll go with McCaffrey. Mikey brings up a great point. See, you got to look at the matchups and who potentially could have the bigger games down the stretch, especially since they're tied right now. You got to look at the matchups unless you're talking about a guy who is literally matchup proof in Tyree Kill. And coach, I have a question for you. Speaking okay. of props. You hosted a little show that we did. It was it was in this in the preseason, if you will, about a week or two before the NFL season started. Yes. And I had a little receiver known uh, by Tyree Kill. Uh, at, do you remember the odds for him to be the leading receiver, not offensive player of the year, but leading leading in yards as as a, at the wide receiver position? I remember you loved it, and it was a really good number. I was a little bit shocked, but it's a really hard bet to win. 
What was yeah, it? Yeah, it's a really hard bet to win. It was 10 to 1. And if he stays healthy, he's going to absolutely, even if he doesn't stay healthy, he could miss a couple games and probably cruise to victory. So I'm going to stay consistent here and I'm going to take Tyreek Hill as the offensive player of the year, just what he's doing. I think he could touch 2,000 yards, maybe. And by the way, I said that in that very show that he could touch there. So uh, I like Tyreek Hill plus 140. See, I don't know if I like the example that you're starting to show for our young man buckets here because the next level trash talk right now and the dropping of names and the dropping of nuggets from two months ago, it's starting to be a little bit irritating and next level. And I don't want buckets to think that he could do this because it takes a lot of skill. Why haven't you said anything this morning? What are you doing? It's very eerie. You're not saying anything. Oh my god! I, oh my god! I've like I have this weird feeling that's coming over me right now. All right, let's switch it over to defensive player of the year, Zach Attack. Coming right back to you because right now, here's what the numbers look like: Miles Garrett of the surprising Cleveland Browns just knocked off the Ravens. Micah Parsons right behind a plus two hundred. So where are we leaning for a D P O W? Yeah, this one here, I've got to go with Miles Garrett, plus 175, as great as Micah Parsons is. And he got he came in second place last year. I think it's going to be the same situation because uh, you look at last year, Nick Bosa had 18 sacks, had the advantage of Parsons in that department. And that's where Garrett is headed. He has 11 sacks on the season, could finish in that similar range. And to me, being at the sports book every single Sunday, there was not a game of a more of a standout performance than what Garrett did against the Indianapolis Colts. Two sacks, two forced fumbles, one in the end zone that the Browns jumped on, a blocked field goal in that game as well. That was the most dominant performance I've seen this year. A lot of good nuggets right there, Mikey B. Where are you headed? Yeah, I'm also on Miles Garrett. Uh, he's not only in addition to the crazy sacks number, he's also got nine tackles for a loss, which is tied for the 12th most in the league. He's the best player on one of the best defenses in the league. His sixth straight season with at least 10 sacks. I think this is the year he's finally recognized with the award. Kind of feels that way. Counselor, are we going to make it three for three? No, we're not. We're going to go to Micah Parsons. I respect the, the Miles Garrett takes, but I mean, it just takes one or two games for Micah Parsons to sort of turn this narrative around. And we know Dallas Cowboys games, they get isolated in that four o'clock hour, sometimes in prime time. So I still like Micah Parsons. One thing we have to consider, listen, the Browns are really good. They proved that last week. Deshaun Watson looked pretty good too, but that AFC North is stacked. The AFC, not as stacked as we thought it might be, but the Browns are still live to potentially miss the playoffs where that's not really a possibility for the Dallas Cowboys. And if, if the record starts to fall flat, for the Cleveland Browns, I think you'll see a little bit more shift to Micah Parsons and company just because they're flashing to and through the playoffs. So something to consider there. Yeah, we talk about the matchups, right, Counselor? And you look at the remaining schedule for Dallas, they still have the Commanders, not a bad team, Seattle, a first-place team, Philadelphia, first-place team, Buffalo, they're still Buffalo, I guess, Miami, Detroit, and the Commanders again. That's a hard schedule. If they go through that really, really well and hold teams, I think Michael Parsons wins. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I mean, you said two against the commanders. Now, Sam Howell's been much better with not taking the sacks. I mean, he's getting the ball out super fast. But you face that offensive line and you're Micah Parsons, you can stack some stats real quick. Real, real quick. Love all those takes. Use the information for yourself. Hashtag knowledge is power. Now, the third and final award that we're going to tackle this morning. And full transparency, I'm going to play too. Because yesterday I put my hard-earned money on a little quarterback. Well, he's not so little. Out of Houston. 
I'm a believer before the sports books take him down to less than plus 1,000. Zach Attack, tell me I'm wrong. Well, I think it really comes down to the top two there with Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurst, the key matchup this week. I think I think Kansas City may win it, so these odds will go in Patrick Mahomes' favor. But in the long term, I'm going to go with Jalen Hurts plus 300. I look at the schedule aspect of it. An easier schedule from the Philadelphia Eagles. You even look at the matchup against the Bills. The Bills are struggling right now at 5-5. Five and five. San Francisco did get a win this week, but they had been struggling with the three straight losses, and then they're going to finish the season – Two matchups against the Giants and one against the Arizona Cardinals team that was at that point in the season. You got to imagine Kyler Murray probably will not be on the field. So I think Jalen Hurts with his dual threat capabilities is going to be the best long term option in the MVP race. Are you aware that I have a showdown with EC and I have Mahomes and he has Jalen Hurts? That hurt. Your take just hurt. That just hurt. <laughs> If I lose a year-long showdown to EC, I may take January off. I might. I might. I can't handle that. I can't handle it. I'll Mike be ready, Coach. <laughs> I know you will be, baby. James, <laughs> like, we'll miss you. No, no, I'll step right in. We're good. We're good. I love this crew. Just ready to take everybody out. All right, Mikey B, we got one for either Hurts or Mahomes, potentially. Uh, what do you like? Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to go with EC on anything, but uh, I'll, I'll take I'll take Hurts uh, simply because I'm looking at some matchups here. We talked about uh, I'm going to eliminate Tua because he's got some tough defenses. I'm going to eliminate Lamar Jackson. He's got four games with fewer than 200 passing yards and six games with one or no combined touchdowns. So I think it does come down to Hurts or Mahomes. Uh, this is not the typical Mahomes season, so that's why I don't think he's Hurts completing 69, almost 69 percent of his pass attempts this season. Add that to his rushing. The Eagles playing so well. I'm going to go with Hurts. Sorry, yeah. Coach. I don't. I don't mean it's to side okay, the DC. I, I, still I don't try. You. Really. I, I still love Thanks. you. I still love you. Uh, Mike Monahan says C.J. Stroud is definitely worth a quarter of a unit, or maybe a quarter of a double sprinkle. I don't know. According to Uncle Dave, see you. Save me. Save me. Coach, I'm going to save you. Go ahead and book that flight to the Bahamas January 1st <laughs> to February 1st because I will be the host of the Early Edge. Listen, let's go back to that preseason special. Who was my MVP in that one? Yes, I had Tyreek Hill as the receiver with the most yards. I had Jalen Hurts as the MVP. That was at 10-1. to 1. The Tyreek Hill one was at 11-1. to 1. I don't really see much competition for Jalen Hurts if he stays healthy. This bye week came at such a good time because he's clearly – limping gimping on that knee i don't know that he's going to be healthy coming out of the bye but it's certainly going to help and honestly what he's doing forget about the the legs what he's doing with his arm with aj brown with Devonte smith i guess but particularly with aj brown it's just too much it's overwhelming i don't really see how patrick mahomes Tua, or lamar tie in here or burrow or stroud unless they completely go off i love the stroud take i just don't think he's going to actually win it so all three of you all three of you, your fearless leader can't hook me up at all. I can't think of anything worse than all three of my cappers. <sighs> Coach, don't worry. I'm not going to back Jalen Hurts, but you asked why I haven't said anything yet. And it's because I was waiting for you to talk about the MVP race, because as we all know, I and the MVP of the Early Edge crew. MVP, by the way, stands for Most Valuable Players. So thank you, sir, for teeing me up. And you mentioned Next Level Trash Talk. Let us not all forget that last night, I had another perfect NFL night cashing my J. Allen interception. And I was able to do that just by using a quarter, coach. 
a quarter is all I need. I don't need all these fancy five syllable words that Sia uses. I just need a quarter. So Snake, can you bring that list back up? Because I'm going to play in this one. And I need to see the list because I don't know anybody who's on there currently. Perfect. Thank you so much, Snake. When I am looking at this list, I'm going to provide, again, a different level of analysis. The one thing you don't want to do when you're picking an MVP coach is pick a quarterback. Because as we all know, quarterbacks are the ones that throw interceptions, and interceptions are not a good thing. As I've proven time and time and time when I've been cashing all my tickets all season long. So looking at that list, and I had to do a little bit of quick research here, there's only one non QB Christian McCaffrey plus 3000. It is impossible for him to throw in an interception, which means it is impossible for him to do that very bad thing that everyone else on this list will continue to do. Hashtag next level coach. Did you say Josh dot Allen? You said that, correct? I, I doubt it. Josh. No, you said it. I've been listening to every word <laughs> that you have said. And was it lost on the other three of you that he called himself the MVP of this brand? Did nobody else catch that? It stands for most volatile picks when it <laughs> comes into play. You might be on to something there, Mikey B. I'm, I'm blown away. I'm absolutely blown away. And I'm also blown away by all of you that continue, continue, to spur this behavior on in the chat. You all think it's a shtick. It's not a shtick. I promise you, it's not a shtick. Now, I can tell you this, that if you're going to bet on Christian McCaffrey at plus 3,000 or listen to my actual three NFL handicappers, you're going to do it right here. And new BetMGM customers can sign up today and get $200 in bonus bets. Just place your first wager of at least $10, and you will receive $200 instantly in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome, with bonus code EDGE200. That's bonus code EDGE200. Now, as many of you know, every single day now, we have something going on. I love when basketball season starts, but especially here at CBS and especially in college. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You don't want to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+. Finally, Rebecca. Finally, Rebecca says it. CMC has no chance. Offensive player of the year, maybe. So even Rebecca doesn't have your back buckets. Not everybody does. Now, as I look at my board, and this is the beginning of our week, the first pick of the week is the most important one. It gets us off and going. And this one starts at 12.45 p.m. Eastern time. So buckets on a very light day during an international break. I can always count on you to find me something with some value. You're up first. 
Coach, I can absolutely find you some value here. And I have good news for everybody. The matches today actually let us bet on goals. We went push and push yesterday, betting on draw, no bet. And both of those matches ended nil-nil. And I warned everybody that a lot of these international break matches are going to be very low scoring, but not the ones today. Because at 1245, we have the UEFA Women's Champions League and a matchup between two very, very offensive teams. Rosengard will be hosting Eintracht Frankfurt in the first round of the group stage of the Champions League. And if you've never watched the Women's Champions League before, not only are you missing out on some of the best talent in the game, but you are missing out on some of the highest goal-scoring affairs in all of the soccer world here. I'm looking at this matchup, and I'm looking at the fact that we can currently get both teams to score our favorite bet here on the show at minus 125. Eintracht Frankfurt, the German side, are the heavy favorites here. They'll probably score two, three, or four goals here. So the question falls to, can Rosengard score? And I say yes, specifically when they play at home. They are currently the best scoring team in the damn Slovenskan, and they are the best scoring team at home in that league as well. In their last match domestically, which took place on Saturday, they won at home 10 to nil against a league opponent. This is a team that might not win, but they're one of those clubs that just no matter what, they're always good for a goal here. Take both teams to score at minus 125 for that match that starts at 1245 this afternoon. So get those bets in now. Then we're going to Brazil, Siri, not uh, unfortunately, Siri B and a matchup between, I hate this team, ABCFCRN hosting Juventud, and we're taking a fun one here. We're taking Juventud to score in the first half at minus 105. This match is at 7.30 p.m. Eastern tonight, so we have an early game and a very, very late game. When we look at this matchup, we've got ABCFCRN, who is already relegated. They are dead last on the table. They have three matches left to play, and even if they win all three of those matches 100-0, to zero, they're done. This team has been terrible all year. Defensively, they've been non-existent, and they have been the punching bag for the entire league. Juventud, on the other hand, is currently fourth on the table. The top four teams in Serie B get promoted to Serie A, which means this is a must-win for Juventud against a side that is pretty much non-existent at this point. Juventud is going to start attacking early. They'll probably win this game by two or three goals, so if you don't have that first half line, I'm okay with Juventud team total here as well, Coach. But for that matchup at 7.30, we should expect nothing but domination from the visitors. I will ask all of you a very, very simple question. All kidding aside, do you want to do that work? Because <laughs> I sure as hell do not. <laughs> now, Stug the Cat says Buckets is the people's champion. He has won the hearts and the minds of the chat. Hashtag party at the pay window. That will not become a hashtag. We're not going to use it on the show. And I've told Buckets that. Because clearly, if you notice, he did not put it at the end of his take. Hmm. I handled my business. Now, seeing the job. A few nights ago, EC's Arizona Wildcats went into Cameron Indoor and got the job done. And he has been relentless ever since. But in your mind, because we get a lot of these really good early season matchups, can the Blue Devils get back on track tonight? I think they can, Coach. I mean, I, first of all, that was an impressive win by Arizona. If you recall, we did a show that day. I didn't have an official pick on it by any means, but I did think Duke was going to cover uh, the five-point spread there. I thought they were really lackluster, especially on the boards. And I think John Shire, being kind of a newer coach in his second year, I think he's really going to have his guys back to fundamentals. We saw some quotes for him. They were, really weren't attacking the ball. They weren't boxing out. I think we're going to see that from Duke. And now they get to face a Michigan State team that's coming off a win, I believe, against Indiana State. But prior to that, 
All roads lead back to James Madison University, who they lost to. That that is a really surprising loss because JMU is is not a great basketball team, certainly not yet. But I don't know that Michigan State rebounds from that loss from J- to JMU this early. I, first of all, their shooting percentage, especially from the perimeter, has just been really, really bad. And I don't, again, against Indiana State, it, it was a little bit better, but they haven't faced any real competition, whereas at least Duke is coming off a very solid opponent in Arizona. So, Duke, this is a neutral site game, by the way. Uh, so just keep that in mind. This is not at Michigan State. You could have gotten a better line here at Duke minus 2.5. I still like it at Duke minus 3.5. I'd probably play it up to Duke minus 4, where it is at some places. At the five-point mark, uh, I would stay away from it. But I think Duke is going to get back to basics. I think they're the better team. Michigan State, I don't think, is going to round into form. And for the record, uh, they are battling some injuries to some key players. They're all going to play, but they are battling some injuries. That might have played a factor in that JMU game. Uh, Long story short, I think Duke covers this one. Nice bounce-back spot for them. It's a fantastic bounce-back spot. By the way, for those of you who are brand new, when you get a furthermore, listen, that's the trigger. He really, really likes this play. All right. Now, not only college basketball at CBS, but also college football. And this weekend, oh, my God, we have a matchup that low-key is going to be fantastic. Here it is. Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. Are you still listening? Good. Take a deep breath. You needed a break. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount+. Plus. So, yes, you can literally stream a stream. Paramount+, Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation. UNLV, very, very, very low-key, is having a really good year. All right, two superstars down, two to go, but... Before I get to Zach Attack, we got two plays from Sportsline itself. And if you're not a Sportsline member, what are you doing? I'll take care of that in a second. Now, tonight, college basketball with my man Kenny White. We're going to go Providence plus the one and a half. Now, if you want to read the write-up, go to Sportsline and read it. We're also, many of you always ask about the NHL, and I tell you all the time, we have picks inside of the NHL, but those pickers can't come on our show. There's reasons for that. They're busy. They have other things to do. So here's one of our plays, courtesy of our man, Jeff Hockman. He said he would make this line closer to minus 165. Bruins on the money line. Because the Boston Bruins average 31 shots a game. Oh, and the Sabres allow 31 shots a game. In the so- in the hockey lingo, it's called 30-30. And according to Jeff, those are very profitable when those two things match up. You want any more? Become a Sportsline member. But guess what? You're like, oh, you're going to charge me hundreds of dollars? No. That's not what we do. In fact, right here, right now, I'm going to tell you that I'll do you a solid. I'm going to give you 60% off the quarterly plan. Hit that three-month button. Put in the promo code, Coach. There's a QR code right there, sportsline.com slash join. And then you can come be a part of the biggest party in sports betting. It's all about knowledge. It's all about making yourself smarter. Hashtag educate and entertain. So with all that being said, Zach Attack, I'm coming over to you, big boy, because there's this little in-season tournament, and I'm starting to feel like there's some momentum that players are really starting to enjoy this kind of game within the game. What did you find tonight? 
Yeah, Coach, it is a strange day in the NBA because there's a lot of the second leg of the home-and-home in-season tournament games going on today. So be careful with that. But I'm going to look at the Minnesota Timberwolves in the first half, plus one point against the Golden State Warriors. Right now, it's just a really tough time for the Warriors. They've lost three straight games, losers in four of their past five games. The only win came against probably the worst team in the NBA, and that was the Detroit Pistons. You examine the two wins prior to that. They were close wins for the Golden State Warriors by two points or less, both of those prior wins. So Minnesota, they are in a zone right now. Six straight wins, but I just think you have to be careful on taking the full game spread because you have to look at this like a playoff kind of series. Uh, being in the second game for the Warriors at home, you got you got to watch out here. So I think Minnesota can get out to that hot start. And the Warriors, when, even when they're playing great, they have been a second-half team. So I don't want to touch the full game here. I'm going to look at the Timberwolves in the first half, plus a point having that first-half lead. Really good young team. They come out playing very, very fast. Played great in their last game. Unfortunately, I bet against them. That won't happen again very, very soon. Love the Timberwolves tonight for that first half. Zach Attack, thank you very much. Now, Mikey B, I know it is not lost on you that I gave you the maestro spot. So you know what I expect, and I know that you will deliver. Let's go. In the Maestro spot, we got to have winners. So I got two NBA picks for tonight, both spreads. We're going to do the Mavericks and the Pelicans game. We're going to take Mavericks at minus three and a half. The Pelicans have been hammered by injury. C.J. McCollum, Trey Murphy, Larry Nance Jr., and Jose Alvarado all out. Herbert Jones listed as questionable. Because of these injuries, they've lost five straight. That included a 12-point loss to the Mavericks on Sunday. Mavericks are 8-2. and two. All eight of their wins have been by at least five points. They're in a much pos- better position health-wise, so I'm going to go with the Mavericks at minus 3.5. Then we're going to go Nuggets-Clippers. We're going to take the Nuggets minus 4.5. Clippers have lost five straight. Four of those losses were by at least five points. Their last game was particularly embarrassing. They lost at home to the 2-8 and eight Grizzlies. James Harden's trying to adjust to his new teammates. He does not play well alongside Russell Westbrook. These two are ball-dominant guys. Not a good fit together. The Clippers basically have no size left. They have Avika Zubac, and then Mason Plumlee is out. I think Nikola Jokic is going to feast. The Nuggets are going to go on for a commanding victory here. And if you don't you know, want to put a little sprinkle on the Mikey B special, if you can find Nikola Jokic plus odds for a triple-double at home, it's not as appealing with Jamal Murray out. But I still like it at plus odds. Did you see, by the way, the other day, James Harden, Mikey, he did that whole lick his shoe thing, getting ready to break the guy down one-on-one and then shot an air ball? Did you see that? The the Clippers are a disaster. It's such a bad fit. The fact that they let him dictate where he wanted to go, and they are one of the worst fits for him. It's just a name in a group of other names. doesn't make sense for basketball. If you guys haven't seen, Mikey is dead on. If you haven't seen this promo that was cut by uh, a local Dallas Mavericks announcer, like an analyst, if you haven't seen that, go look it up on Twitter. This guy went off on James Harden for like two minutes, and everything he said was spot on. I mean, ripped him to shreds. Clippers get what they get. He's not a system. He is the system. One of the dumbest things I've ever heard. I'm not a system. I'm the that sounds like a bucket line, doesn't it? That I was just like thinking I got to write that yeah. down and use it later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great job, gentlemen. Grab your paper. Grab your pencil. Here's the recap. Courtesy, my man, the snake on the ones and the twos, the counselor, 
is on Duke, minus three and a half tonight against Michigan State. Then buckets two plays today on the women's side of the Champions League. Against Frankfurt, both teams to score, minus 125. And then Brazil, Serie B. First half, team total over a half, minus 105. If you don't have that, he doesn't mind the team total for the entire game. We're good with that. Then Mikey B, two plays. From the NBA tonight, Mavericks minus three and a half. The Nuggets minus four and a half. Then Zach attack. Let's go first half. T-Wolves plus one, minus 105. Then two plays from Sportsline itself. Providence plus one and a half against Wisconsin. And the Bruins in the NHL. Already, if you're a Sportsline member, there are three games that have picks inside of them on the site. There'll be more coming throughout the day. Do not forget. Later today, 4 p.m. Eastern time, me and the Stoic one, R.J. White, and the maestro, Larry Hartstein, will be here for our Week 11 NFL Mega Preview. And we have shown you week after week after week, you want to get ahead of certain numbers. We'll tell you which ones today. Join us live at 4 p.m. Eastern time. All right, it's a Tuesday. All right, are we just kind of getting going? Pay it forward. Be kind to one another. And always remember, we have here to start your day off. So bring all your friends, all your family. We want everybody. With all that being said, there's only one thing left to do. And I believe you all know what that is. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets straight to the pay window. My entire group, level, sack attack, Mikey B, buckets. The counselor, and never forget about our executive producer, the snake always hovering, always behind the scenes, making the show look like a million bucks. We grind for you so we can win with you. It's truly what we're all about right here at the Early Edge. Good luck. <laughs>